My name's Becky. My name's Jasper. If you like this video, hit like, comment, subscribe. Join the peanut gallery. Hey, welcome back to the Peanut Gallery. We have Justin Benner with us today. Hi. Welcome here. Hi, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> so we are starting a, a new uh, series of interviews over the next little while. Uh, we're going to look at some of the hometown heroes. Um, so we live in a small town, if you're watching, and you're not from our area. Um, I actually live in a town of like 100. We're out in the boonies yeah. more yet. But I'm a big city boy compared big to Big city. <laughs> <laughs> Metropolis of Elmer. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but we live in a town of about 8,000. You miss probably maybe 10,000, but... Um, one of the things we we're starting to notice over the last two years is there are a lot of people that it takes to make a town like this work. Yeah. There are a lot of people beyond staff, um, that, that allow these functions that, cause as a kid, you, you look at parades, you look at all these different things that the, the town does. And I think in my head, at least I always assumed there was just staff somewhere paid to do all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's right. And so as you kind of start digging in and you start volunteering as an adult, you begin to realize, man, there's a lot of stuff that people in our community step up and do. And so that's what we want to do over the next couple of weeks. Uh, we are going to um, learn from, we're going to learn about, uh, and hopefully inspire some people to get involved. Uh, and so if you're watching and you're not involved in your community, it doesn't have to be Elmer, whatever community you're from, um, we're hoping to kind of inspire to say, hey, maybe there's a, a place that you can step in because a lot of the stuff sounds like a lot of fun. So with that, we yeah. asked the Kinsman to kick us off. Hi. And with that, yep. Justin. So Justin, why don't you tell us a little bit uh, maybe about yourself? Sure. And then we'll get into the rest of it. Okay. Well, I'm 36, uh, happily married to my wife, Jessica. And you have a nice mustache. Thank you. So I've been working on it. <laughs> I never could do the full beard. No? No, the cheeks don't fill in. <laughs> So I had you, to go for something. Eventually, right? you can just do a comb over. If you yeah. do it long enough, it kind of covers the spots. Well, this is this is a boy's mustache. Okay. The boys love it and the women hate it. Yes. But, uh, uh, we're all jealous. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, Sean Locke said that they would write cowboy songs about my mustache <laughs> yesterday, which is very nice to hear. So. <laughs> depends which cowboy song. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know what you're saying. All right, so you're an Elmer boy. You grew up here. Yeah, grew up just outside of Richmond. My parents were tobacco farmers uh, okay. before transitioning. So to were you one herbs. of the kids? Were you one of the kids that had to actually prime, or were you in the back kind of watching us? Uh, they the they made me. They made me prime. Right. They made me do all the jobs. All right. All but right. when I was sixteen or seventeen, they let me do the boat driving. Yes. Which is the best job on the planet. Oh, by far. It's amazing. Yes. We had this old army truck with like two gas tanks on it. <laughs> and you just bomb down the side roads all day. It was awesome. Like <laughs> As a 16 year old. That's yeah, a dream. Well, it, it's, right? it's really, you can't beat it, right? Yeah, for sure. So, and I got paid for that too. They actually paid wow. me, which is great. Wow. Yeah. Eight bucks an what hour. I was, I was loaded. <laughs> <laughs> eight bucks an hour. Now eight bucks an hour. Eight bucks, is that it? That's a liter of gas? Yeah, Something there you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you grew up here. Yep. Um, so let's talk about Kinsman a little bit. How did sure. you get? How did you become part of this? How did you learn about it? Uh, well, my friend Brett invited me into the club, um, and as you know, we do the Santa Claus parade every year. Okay, and we like to bring out guests for that day because it's a lot of fun. Uh, who doesn't love walking down the main street and you, you toss candy out and everybody's got a smile on their face yep. and it, it's a great time. Uh, so I went out to that, and then uh, they kind of hook you in. It's like a bait and switch, right? Mm. They hook you in that way. Mm. So uh, they, I've seen this before. They give you some candy. That's right. I've seen this yeah, before. Okay. That's right. right. Uh, and then I was invited to a couple meetings. We usually invite a guest three times. Uh, and then after the third time, we offer them 
if they fit in with the club, we offer them a membership. Okay. Um, so that's how I joined. Uh, you know, there's maybe 22 guys or 23 guys when I joined. We're about the same size now. Um, you know, give or, give or take a few. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so. Okay. So, because some of this stuff we know, some of it you, we didn't. Yeah. Um, what is the Kinsman? Where to start? Is it, is it just an Elmer thing? I'm assuming it's not. There's a broader thing, but what is yeah. the Kinsman? Yeah, so Kinsman is actually one of the only, I think it is the only purely Canadian uh, service club. So it doesn't exist in the United States or Britain or anywhere, any place else. Uh, I think Hamilton was the first club. They started in 1920. Okay. Um, I believe Hal Rogers was his name, and uh, he was sort of the founder and inspiration of the club. Um, the motto of the club is serving the community's greatest needs. Mm. So what we do um, is pretty varied and depending on where you are, it varies a lot. So we're known for the Canada Day fireworks uh, in the Santa Claus parade here in town. But if you go down to Delhi or Tilsonburg or wherever, they do very different things. Um, I'd say a common theme is supporting uh, sporting, um, do a lot of sponsorships for that. Um, we've sponsored a bit of, you know, the work at the Family Central. Um, we give out bursaries for students uh, who are pursuing post-secondary education. Uh, just a lot of stuff, um, very varied. So our big thing is just kind of to, to, to fill the gaps, I guess, that are missing, you know, whether that means building a park or sponsoring an arena or anything like that. You know, we want to be there to... to to fill those gaps, so. Okay, so there's just some massive projects to begin with. Yes. So how does that, I, I guess, where, I got a bunch of different questions, I'm not sure which the best one to start, but sure. really, how do you, A, how did you, in Elmer maybe, let's go to the Elmer, how, how did you guys start, Okay. and kind of, um, how do you find your needs now, because there are those service clubs, is this something you guys work together with, is it, how do you determine what to do? And then the follow-up would be, where does the funding come from? How do you yep. raise money? That kind of stuff. Okay. Well, the Armour Club started in 44. Uh, Ray Shepard was our first president. Um, and the very first thing we did was the Santa Claus Parade. Now, in terms of how we decide what we're going to help, we get a lot of requests for funding. Uh, what happens is, as president, I will bring those requests up at a meeting. Mm -hmm. uh, and we sit down and we just talk it over. Um, sometimes we say no. Sometimes we say yes. Uh, it really depends on what the membership wants. So it's driven, it's driven by the membership and we give a lot of preference to uh, people that we know or organizations that we've worked with before. Um, and we really try to, you know, kind of keep those relationships going over years. Um, rather than dipping in and out with support, we try to keep it very consistent yeah. with what we do because um, we find consistent and small is oftentimes better than a one-off, right. even if it's a bit bigger. So um, that's how we, we find our stuff is we get a lot of requests and then we decide upon it as a group. Um, in terms of funding, we do, you know, there's a, there's a bunch of different ways we raise money. We do sometimes get grants from the town very, you know, every now and again. Um, we do a fundraising ourselves where we will, um, you know, do a stake fundraiser or a stake sale of some kind or... Um, you know, ask for a bit of money when people enter the fireworks or we sell Nevada tickets at a lottery or at a convenience store. So there's a bunch of different ways that we make the money. Um, we try and keep it. We always say that the less money we have, the better, because that means it's going out the door. Right. Um, we, so we try and keep it down and just kind of really 
push it out as much as we can. I would say your fireworks are awesome. Yes. I think they're one of the the best that uh, that are, are I, I, we haven't traveled huge areas, but for a small little town. Yeah. And I've heard that from a lot. So um, yeah. there's some really good stuff. Um, well, we've missed doing them. It's, it's been awful not to have them, but uh, this year they're coming back. So. With a bang? With a bang. <laughs> See, we did that. You didn't have to do yeah, that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, my kids would have laughed. Whatever. Um, all right. So let, let's go into what it actually looks like to be a member. Because one of the things that you were saying when we were talking about this beforehand was that like you really enjoy this. Yes. Um, yeah. So so you become – so you kind of get – because I, I think in general, at least in my take from people in Elmer, most people in a small town want to see it succeed. Yes. So we're a charitable town. Yeah. Right. I, I feel like people are super generous. Yeah. yeah. Very generous. So when you join, uh, those things are good, but I think there's often the missing piece of like, you actually enjoy this. Yes. Yeah. So what happens is we meet the first and third Thursday of every month. Yep. Um, we sit down and have a meal together uh, and then we discuss business or things that are going on. Um, the president will run a meeting. Uh, and sort of keep order as best as you can. Uh, getting the guys to shut up is just, it's, I was gonna say, it, it's an incredible task. Your smirk immediately yeah. told me that wasn't necessarily easy. Uh, and then we, you know, we're a big believer in fellowship. So we like to spend time with each other. Um, we like to develop friendships outside of those meetings. A lot of these guys are my close friends now. Um, when I moved back home from London, you know, a lot of my friends were up in London or they moved to Toronto. And I didn't have that here. So joining the club really uh, let me meet guys that were not only my age, but older than myself, um, you know, with hugely different careers yeah. and interests, uh, a bit of a networking opportunity, right? And it's been awesome. Like, it's really just a fun time. Um, one of the big components of our meeting is finding each other. So if you have a change of status, there's standard fines for that. And that could mean having a kid or buying a house, or getting a new job, or having, you know, anything like that. But then there's the other fines. Uh, I'll, I'll give you an example of one. My friend Brett, my grandpa passed not long ago, and uh, he came out to the funeral. He was dressed up, and he was looking really good. Well, my sister said to me, wow, who's that guy? He's really good looking. So I find him for that. I got him for five bucks for that. I said, he took me out of my grieving process. Uh, and it's my best find to date. I've never, I've never beat that one. Right. And he goes, I cannot believe you got me for going to a funeral. <laughs> so we have a lot of fun with it. You know, like it's pretty easy going. I think maybe the impression of service clubs is it's boring and it's not, it's really not like, it's a lot of fun. Um, it's mostly like our club is a men's club. Um, but you know, if you look in other towns, there's King clubs, which are, you know, unisex and there's mm -hmm. connect clubs as well. And there used to be one in Elmer as a matter of fact. Uh, and back in the day, it was actually limited to, to men under 40, which a lot of people don't know. Um, mm -hmm. that's no longer possible with the state of volunteering. Right. Um, but back in the day, what happened is you would be in the King club until you were 40 and then you join what was called the K40. And that was the 40 plus guys. And they would kind of have a similar structure, but they weren't necessarily like an official kin club. Um, but it's, yeah, it's very cool. Uh, it's a lot of fun. I really wish people would like give it a shot because like the impression of it is, is very different than the reality of it. Right. So um, I don't know. 
like we do a great job of having fun. It's our primary thing is having a lot of fun. And if we raise a bit of money for the community on the side, that's great. That's <laughs> uh, so you guys have, because a lot of places have their own place. Do you guys have a place of your own? Do you guys no. meet in a basement? And Yeah. So we travel, you know, we'll meet at Knights of Columbus, one meeting, Saks the next, Legion the next, Optimus Club sometimes will we'll rent out their hall there. Uh, we've never wanted a club. Um, and truthfully, due to the pandemic, we, are we ever thankful for right. that? To have an, a cost, a fixed cost to pay would have been not great for us uh, as revenue dried up and we couldn't do any fundraising and that kind of thing. And I really feel for the ones who do have a club because I know that it can be really hard to pay yeah. those bills, right? Even to right. keep the hydro on or pay the property tax, that can be very tough. So we've always felt that we can serve the community best by not having a club and keeping the funds sort of moving and not locked up into a building. So, so how would people find out about you? Like if when meetings are, um, I know you do, you dabble with websites. Yes. I don't know. Is there a website? Yeah. How, how do we figure out kind of how, do, how do you make that first step? Yeah. So almerkinsman.ca is our website. Um, you can also email info at almerkinsman.ca, uh, uh, or you can just get a hold of me. Um, you know, my, my email, I can provide to you if anybody reaches out to you, um, and you can give me a call or send me an email, uh, or if you know any kinsmen, just go talk to them. Um, we're more than happy to invite you to a meeting. You get a free meal out of it. We won't find you oh. your first meeting. We'll let you, we'll let you go easy. When, when's the next one? <laughs> <laughs> I can already hear Trevor back there going, to someone say free food? What? Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, you know, you'll come out for a couple meetings and, uh, if everybody gets along and everybody's happy, then we'll send you an invite and you're in. Okay. So we, uh, we do have a membership fee, an annual fee, uh, to cover meals so that, you know, as much as we can, that we're putting the money that we get back into the community instead of in our mouths. Right. <laughs> So, <laughs> what are you guys raising fun, money for? Supper? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. If you're, if anybody is interested at all, uh, please just reach out, and somebody will get back to you. Probably me. Almost yeah. certainly me. Um, <laughs> Do you want to hand out your personal cell? Anyway? Yeah. No. Um, okay. So there's there's two things I wanted to kind of hear some insight on. Sure. Um, you talk about a lack of volunteers and you, yeah. you laughed right away Yeah, because this is something that everyone is struggling with. Yeah. Um, are you guys seeing that trend continuing? What happened with you guys? I mean, I know COVID, COVID sucked in many ways, but I also feel like there's a lot of people who began to go, I want to get involved in my community. Yeah. So what we've seen is uh, we haven't personally seen much growth in volunteers coming in. But what we've definitely seen is our current volunteers really doubling down. Um, like they're, they're dedicated more, I think, than they've ever been. So the guys that are in the club, they're showing up for everything. Um, we just honored a fella. His name's Al Bradford. Uh, Ken Al, he's been in the club for 47 years. Wow. Okay. Uh, Three-time cancer survivor, heart attacks. You know, he's, he shows up every meeting. Every meeting he's there. Uh, it's, a, it's really incredible to see. Um, and we honored him not long ago. Uh, and that's the kind of spirit that we're, that we're trying to embody, you know, it, you don't have to be a superhero. You really don't. You just have to show up and you don't have to p do a lot of time. You just have to do a little bit of work. Mm. Uh, and it's all cumulative and we work together to, to make it happen. So, yeah. Um, I think if you kind of pull back and more broadly speaking, 
over the past 30 or 40 years, you've really seen uh, sort of social institutions just kind of plummet off the charts. Whether that's a church or a union or a service club, you've seen things dwindling. Yeah. And the opportunity that's being lost isn't just for doing the stuff in the community, but to learn about the people who are in your, your town. Yeah. Uh, like across, you know, we've got rich guys, we've got poor guys, we've got plumbers, we've got computer programmers, you know what I mean? There's really a whole swath of uh, the population that joins these clubs. And you get a chance to talk to guys that maybe you would never have a chance to meet, um, which is incredible. You know, the stuff I've learned uh, just sitting around a guy's table, uh, talking to him about his job or about his life is is very valuable to me. Um, and I think it's valuable. I think if people came out, they would see the value in it. But it's taking that first step um, you know, well, one of the things that I've heard over the last, I mean, two years, it's definitely been more now than before, but is that we have a very lonely culture. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so when we were chatting about this, I'm like, yeah, it, it, when you moved back here, you took that step. Yeah. And, and I'm hoping one of the things we can inspire people to do is to take that step. Yeah. Cause there are, there are tons of opportunities, but at some point you have to find a way to find some common connection where you can connect with people. Yeah. And it's not necessarily an easy thing. It's not going to come to your house necessarily. But um, I think that's part of what makes community awesome is yeah. that you work alongside each other. Yeah. And, and you begin to build these connections as you're doing things. And you find common ground. Not everybody's going to you know, necessarily fit into this church or that church. They're not going to fit into the kinsman. They may want to go optimist or all these other ones. Yeah, totally. But find somewhere where you can give back to your community together mm -hmm. with people. Uh, I think it's one of the best ways to meet friends. Yeah. I think it's one of the coolest ways to make connections because I know for me, I mean, my kids are huge into sports right now. And so I'm living vicariously all sorts of dreams right yeah, now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Says so the kid who couldn't make Davenport soccer team, right? <laughs> so anyways, um, but you begin to meet all these people and there's so yeah. many wonderful people in our community. And I think over the last two years, one of the things that really helped me out was the fact that it didn't matter what the media coverage was. I knew Elmer. Yeah. And I know a ton of people in Elmer yeah. and I love this place yeah. and I love the people It's an awesome place. town. But you got to get out of your house. You got to be able to yeah. become a part of that. Um, and it sounds to me like the Kinsmen, I mean, you guys do two of the events that, that really draw a ton of people. Yes. You do the parade. Yeah. You do the fireworks. The fireworks is, you know, thousands of people will, will turn yeah. out to that, right? And that's, it's so gratifying. I mean, there's a lot of stuff in a year of Kinsmen that can be slower sometimes. Some, sometimes the meetings drag on a little long. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or sometimes you got to put in some some elbow grease. Mm -hmm. But to actually see it happen when it comes together is just like, you know, I'm standing in front of, you know, at EECC and people are coming by and they're dropping in whatever they can afford into our buckets and they're smiling and they're saying thank you. And everybody's having an awesome time. There's music, there's food, like... You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's such a, it's such a great thing to see and be a part of. Um, and it's not hard. Like that's what I really like to emphasize is there's really nothing to it. It's just showing up. Mm -hmm. That's all you have to do. Uh, and we'll find work for you. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, what are you thinking of for, for needs for the future, for the town? Is there any dreams you guys specifically as, as Kinsmen have that you're kind of like, man, we'd really like to be able to accomplish some of these things. Yeah, we've been discussing a few things about our uh, our park system. Um, right now, we're kind of, we're looking for a big project right now. Uh, previously, when the EECC was going up, we donated $250,000 to that wow. uh, over a number of years. Yeah. And we are looking to see something of that scope. Uh, we think we do our best work when we have a bigger goal like that. 
so there's been a lot of discussions about, you know, maybe resurfacing the ball diamond or, you know, maybe expanding the park system or there's all sorts of stuff. Like um, an indoor athletic facility? Something, something, something. you know. Something, something. like that? <laughs> <laughs> Got some ideas for you. <laughs> I'll have you out to a meeting then and yeah, you can present them. <laughs> absolutely. Is there a meal? <laughs> yeah, there's a meal. Yeah, I'll, we'll give you dessert too. Okay, no, that, that's really cool. Yeah. And I like that because our, both town and township are struggling with a lot of those things. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's one of the things that actually it was Dave Mennell who last year did an interview with us and we were chatting about this and the loss of volunteerism in these service clubs and that people don't understand the direct connection yeah. between their ability to enjoy a community and these volunteer clubs. If you go to downtown Elmer and you walk through the park system, that's all service clubs, you know, all of it. Uh, you can go anywhere in this in this province or country and you're going to find a Kinsman Park or an Optimus Park. You're going to see infrastructure that didn't exist before. Um, and it, you know, people use it every day right. and they don't necessarily know that it was through, you know, the hard work of volunteers. Right. Um, so, you know, if, if people just come out and they, they show up to, you know, 10, 15 meet, meetings a year and you come out for those great days where we have a lot of fun, it's shocking how much you can actually get done um, with like a fairly minimum amount of effort working as a team. Right. You know, uh, we all pull a little bit and we, we can pull a lot. So I feel like if people just give it a shot, like that's probably said it a thousand times now, but just come out for a meeting, you know what I mean? And you, you will see, you will see how, how much fun it is. Yeah, I've been counting. It was 17 times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you know what? I, I, that, that's really, again, our, our hope coming out of COVID is that for two years, we've been complaining about what we've been missing. Yeah. Um, but I think now it's time to get our hands dirty. Yeah, totally. And, and let's make this world a better place. Yep. I think we have that opportunity. We have one of the things that I, I think is really cool about service clubs too is the fact that uh, people find their niche yep. and then they go. Yep. And so the optimists do certain things. You guys do certain things. And yeah. it's just neat to see the fact that you don't have to do everything. Yep. Just show up and do something. Oh, the, and you know, I'm a kinsman guy through and through, but those other clubs, like they're incredible. You know, you see the job that they do for raising, you know, the, the toy drive, for instance, for the Optimist Club. Like that building is packed, packed full of Christmas gifts for kids. You know, that's not our niche, that's their thing. Yeah. And they do a great job of it. So any service club, not just ours, We'd love to have anybody come out to the Kinsman But yours meetings. is a bit better is what you're trying well, to say. Well, ours is They're definitely, good, but. We're, we're better for sure. We're better. We're the cool ones. But uh, no, yeah. they, they all do amazing work. And like all the guys are so nice. Like, you know, if we need something from the Optimist Club, anything, yeah. we know that we can ask them. Uh, and that goes the other way too. So. Well, and, and I, I want to say on a personal note, um, you represent them well. Oh, thank you. And I appreciate that. I don't know a lot of the kinsmen necessarily, or maybe I do, and I still know their kinsmen. Yes. Um, yeah. But watching you volunteer at Family Central and having heard enough about you as a person, I've I appreciate heard that. Incredibly positive things, and so thank you for what you're doing. Um, thanks for you know last year the parade that was such a, a big hit again yeah. people, oh. because they're looking for something. People were looking yeah. for, and so. That has been awesome. I know the fireworks have been a huge thing. Um, and so on behalf of the town, <laughs> I represent like my family and four others. But anyways, <laughs> um, we should say thanks. Thank you. Um, okay. Yeah. So uh, kind of in closing remarks, you got any closing remarks you want to do? And then I just want to remind people where to go. Um, yeah. So I think my big thing, uh, as I, I told the club about when I was coming on, is I just really want to emphasize that it doesn't matter 
where you go, whether it's our club or any place else, just get out there and volunteer. Go to the Family Central, serve serve lunch for one time a week, or volunteer at the food bank one time a week. You don't have to do a lot. If if we could have one person show up three hours a week, imagine if everybody in town did that. You know, that's all you need. Yep. So come on out. It's fun. We'll feed you. <laughs> all right, when's, it, when's your next meeting? Uh, it'll be this coming Thursday. This coming Thursday? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. With that, so you got elmerkinsman.ca. Yes, that's correct. And emailing info at elmerkinsman.ca. Elmer yeah, you got it. I'm like <laughs> proud of you. <laughs> you proud, Trevor? Oh, yeah. I did good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's, thanks for that. Appreciate that. Um, yeah. Thanks for watching. Looking forward to the next one. Um, you guys are part of what makes this town awesome. Thank you so much and for having so me. So thanks for what you're doing. Yep. Looking forward to hearing about this next big project that, oh, yeah. that we're doing. We'll have news. We'll have news. <laughs> we'll make sure you know first. All right. Awesome. <laughs> hey, have a great one. We'll see you on the next one. Thank you.